Hallelujah. Glory to God. We celebrate a great and mighty God, an awesome God. And this is the day that the Lord has made. And guess what? We've chosen to rejoice and be glad in it. I was really glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm so excited this morning to see all your smiling faces. It's good to be together again in the presence of the Lord. The word of the Lord declares where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and i believe this morning somebody's going to be liberated somebody is going to be set free somebody's going to be delivered by the power of the holy spirit i don't know about you but my expectations are real high on this morning and i believe that god is going to supersede every one of my expectations according to ephesians 3 and 20 where the word of the lord declares that god is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of us how many of you are expecting God to do something this morning you came with expectation you came with anticipation you came looking and seeking for a move of God on this morning hallelujah glory be to God hallelujah and we thank God because we believe that he's going to meet us at our point of need. We celebrate God again for each and every one of you. We celebrate God for our Facebook live audience. Come on, let's celebrate God for them and our Instagram audience. Let them know we appreciate them. We love them. We thank you for connecting with us on this morning. And we need you to do us a great big favor. We need you to join us in our evangelistic efforts on this morning by sharing this time of virtual worship with us on your Facebook platform. We believe that those that connect with us on today, that something good is going to happen for them right now. And won't you put that right there in the comment area? Let's put something good is about to happen right now. We believe that your life is going to be radically changed. You can also start a watch party with your Facebook community. Get your family together, your friends, your neighbors together so that they can experience the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that God is going to transform your life on today and everybody that gathers around with you to look at your Facebook live. I believe that their lives are going to be transformed today. God is going to do something real and personal in their lives on today as well as your life. We celebrate God for our senior pastor, Pastor Childs and Lady Childs. Come on, let's celebrate God for them on this morning. And we thank God for my beautiful wife who's in recovery now. And we celebrate God for her, Lady Shamika Brown. Come on, let her know how much we love her and appreciate her and miss her. Hallelujah. Y'all sound real charged up this morning. Hallelujah. And we want to thank God for all of your prayers. Amen. We thank you for your text messages and your calls. It really means a lot. And we thank God for you've put a smile on her face. Amen. And you've made my heart so glad. The point of praise is the best church in the world. Amen. Amen. We may not be a perfect people amen but we are a people that love god we love people we value people and we show that and we thank god for your acts of kindness and your well wishes it really means a lot and we celebrate god again for you on today listen i'm ready to go right into the word of the lord uh on this morning i believe that god has given me something powerful to say that's going to inspire us as a church that's going to expire inspire us as the point of praise and i believe it'll inspire the body of christ at large because i really do believe that god is up to something god is doing something he's moving by his spirit throughout the land. I believe that God is setting the church up for one of the greatest moves of God that we've ever experienced in our lives. I believe that we're going to experience a record-breaking harvest. God has prepared the hearts, the minds, and the souls of men to receive the message of the kingdom of God. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity to partner with God, amen, in advancing his kingdom in the earth. He could have chose anyone, but thanks be unto God that he chose me. He chose you to be a part 
amen, of history. I believe that we're going to make history. I believe that this generation, amen, I believe this generation is going to rewrite history. I believe that what we're going to experience in this generation is going to be written in the annals of history. I believe people in the future will read about the things that God has done in the 21st century. Yes, some of your names will be God used you to do great and mighty exploits. I believe that God is going to use you. Amen. And you can put that right in the chat area, right in the comment area, that God is going to use me. I believe that there is going to be a fresh wind of the Spirit, a fresh outpouring of the Spirit that's going to recharge the saints. Amen. That's going to rekindle the flames of fire on the inside of us. I believe that we're about to experience revival. And not only are we about to experience revival, we're going to experience a spiritual awakening in the land. And when I speak about revival, I'm not talking about an evangelist coming in town and we're doing a three-day service and we got to put them in hotels and feed them food and give them lunch and dinner and breakfast. I'm not talking about that. But what I'm talking about is every time we gather together as the people of God, something supernatural is happening. Glory to God. Every time we, we move around as the church, when we go to the grocery store, when we're in our cafeterias, in our lunch rooms, where we're on the college campus, and when we're in the boardroom, something supernatural takes place. I believe that's the time and the season that we're in. And I pray that we are charged up about it. I pray that we are excited about this season. It's a new season. It's a new day. Israel and Newbury had it right. There is a fresh anointing that is being released in the earth realm. And I want to repeat something I said, that we're in the time of the supernatural. I believe supernatural things uh, are not going to happen, but supernatural things uh, are happening right now. And we should be eager. We should be, we should have a desire to want to be participants in the supernatural. Don't you realize that there's an anointing on you? Don't you realize that God has given you power and authority. He did not allow you, amen, to be created in the earth just to exist, but he allowed you to be created in the earth so you can be an extension of who he is, so that when people come in contact with you, they're really not coming in contact with you, but they're coming in contact with Jesus Christ. They're coming in contact with an individual that's the very express image of who Christ is in the earth. So so our foundational text on this morning is coming from Matthew, the 28th chapter, the 19th through the 21st. That's the foundational text that we've been utilizing for the theme of our series that we launched. Uh, I believe about three weeks ago, um, we ventured off from the series on last week because it was Father's Day, but we're going to reconnect with that because this part of the DNA of the Point of Praise Family Life Center is part of what God is doing in this season and beyond. We know that God has given us the mission and the mandate to know Christ and to make Christ known. It is our our desire is our passion amen to advance the kingdom of God in the earth and we must make sure that we stay focused on the mission of the ministry because a lot of times what will happen is because of life because of circumstances that we experience in life and sometimes we just uh, we get off focus because we're so attached to doing business as usual and doing church uh, as normal that our passion and desire is just to have church uh, but we really need to make sure that as we're having church, uh, according to scripture, we're also fulfilling the mandate that God has given us as a church, as a local assembly, as a body of baptized believers, because God uh, did not birth the Point of Praise Family Life Center so that we can just exist in Kingston, so that we can just exist in the Hudson Valley region. But God birthed this ministry with an assignment, and we must make sure that we're fulfilling the assignment 
that God has given us as a local assembly. So I believe uh, what God is doing in this season at the point of praise is he's realigning us uh, to his original intent for us as a ministry. I believe that God is developing an evangelistic culture in our church where we're becoming passionate about evangelism, where we're becoming passionate about reaching lost souls for Jesus Christ, where we're becoming passionate about being the church in the earth. We're coming to understand that the church is not a facility, but the church is a people. And we are a people that understands whose we are, and we understand who we are. I'll say that one more time. We understand whose we are, and we understand who we are. So again, our foundational text is in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, which is the great commission. Glory be to God. It's the great commission. And then we're going to also connect to Acts, the second chapter of the first through the fourth first. Again, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Acts uh, twenty, Acts two, one through four. We know Matthew, uh, Matthew twenty eight, eighteen through twenty. In the New Living's translation, it says this: Jesus came and told his disciples. In other words, he gave them a command. He gave them a mandate. He didn't give them options, but he was letting them know: This is what I want you to do. This is your primary assignment in the earth realm. This is why. I breathed in you and you were filled with the Holy Ghost and I gave you the ability to cast out devils, to heal the sick and to raise the dead. The reason why I did this is because of this statement right here. Again, it says Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And since Jesus uh, has been given all authority in heaven and in the earth because uh, we have received him as Lord and Savior and he dwells on the inside of us, uh, we have delegated authority. The same authority that Jesus Christ had when he was in the earth, we have that same authority. We have delegated authority. We have that same ability. We have that same potential on the inside of us. In other words, we've been infused with the DNA of Jesus Christ. Just say, I have the DNA of Jesus Christ on the inside of me. You have authority to do the same thing Jesus did when he walked the face of the earth. You have the same authority. You have the same power that the disciples had, the same power and the authority that the apostles of Jesus Christ had when they exist in the earth realm. You have that same authority. And it's time for us as the people of God... God has given us. We have to understand that we are not a defeated foe. We don't have to walk around with our heads down. We don't have to live from paycheck to paycheck. We don't have to struggle all the days of our lives because greater is he that lives on the inside of us than he that's in the world. So Jesus says in this text, he says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, I need you to do something. I don't need you to stay in place. I don't need you to just harbor the authority that I've given you. I don't need you, amen, to just keep everything that I have deposited on the inside of you to yourself. I've given you this authority. I've given you this power, amen, so you can do something. I know we're not inside the sanctuary right now, but I feel like preaching on this morning. And since your window is rolled down, you need to yell across this parking lot. Tell somebody it's time for you to do something. It's time for you to do something. Won't you put that right there in the chat area so you can encourage somebody, tell somebody it's time for you to do something. You're not anointed to just sit on your seat of do nothing. You don't have gifts, talents, and abilities just so you can keep them to yourself. God did not impregnate you, impregnate you with purpose and aspirations and goals so it can be just for you and your family. 
God did not impregnate you, impregnate you with the gift of prophecy, an apostolic anointing, a teaching anointing, an evangelistic anointing, a pastoral anointing, so you can just get a business card, so you can become Facebook famous, so you can become famous on the internet and all the social media platforms. But God gave you this anointing so you can transform lives, so you can go into boardrooms and speak the mind of God. God gave you this anointing and this authority so you can do something. He says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. He said, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And when you do this, you can be assured of this very fact. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He was saying, regardless of the transitions that happen in time, regardless of what is happening in the earth realm, I'm going to be there with you as long as you fulfill the mandate and the mission that I have given you. He was saying, you're not going to have to worry about a thing. You're not going to have to worry about robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're not going to have to worry about living from paycheck to paycheck. You're not going to have to worry about demonic spirits and demonic forces destroying you because I'm going to be right there with you. In other words, what he was saying is, if you take care of my business... I'm going to take care of your business. And in this season, we must make sure we're taking care of kingdom business. Jesus, Jesus said it. Jesus said it the best. He said it like this. He says, I must be about my father's business. Glory be to God. He said he said it like this. He, what he was really was saying is, listen, I don't have my own agenda. The only agenda I have is pleasing my father. And that's the agenda we need to have as the people of God. Uh, we need to have the agenda of pleasing the father. And as we please the father, the father is letting us know that I'll take care of you. You don't have to stress out. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. Uh, glory be to God. All you have to do is be about my business. And then, and then our other scriptorial text on this morning is Acts, the second chapter, verses one through four. And I didn't even mean to preach, <laughs> glory be to God, those last couple of verses. But I feel the anointing of God. I feel the power and the authority of God. I believe that God is charging us up on this morning. I believe that God is giving us marching orders. And I just need you to do me a great big favor real quick. Those of you in the parking lot that don't mind doing it. Those of you that are on our social media platform that don't mind doing it. I just need you to take a praise break real quick and shift the spiritual climate and begin to shout up in this parking lot. Begin to praise God. Begin to blow the horns because I believe that God is doing something on this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. And so, so Acts, the second chapter, verses one through four, this is what it says. It says, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers we're meeting together in one place. In other words, at the right time. Oh, my God. At the designated moment. I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. Glory to God. He said at the right time, something supernatural happened. <laughs> ah, glory to God. And I believe that we have entered into God's supernatural timing. I believe. The time is right. 
I believe the stage has been set and the curtains are being drawn back and it's time for the people of God to display who they are. It's time for the people of God to walk in authority and walk in victory. So it says on the day of Pentecost, all the believers, in other words, the church of the living God, they were meeting together in one place. Woo! That's very significant. They were meeting together in one place. The Holy Spirit told me as I was looking over this verse early this morning, he told me to tell the saints of God, it's time for us to meet in the same place in the realm of the Spirit. Woo, God. See, a lot of us, a lot of us are abiding in different places. Some of us are not in the realm of the spirit at all. Some of us are walking in the flesh. Some of us are off focus. We're not in alignment with what God is doing in the season. And God is saying it's time for all of us to get in the same place. The same place. And then the Bible the Bible goes along to say, and suddenly, in other words, because they were in the same place, because they had the same mindset, because they were in, in one accord, in the spirit, glory to God, a, a shift took place. Oh, my God. Just tell somebody down your row, a shift is about to take place. A, a shift is about to play, take place. Won't you put that on Facebook Live? A shift is about to take place. Suddenly, there was a sound. Woo, God, a sound from heaven. In other words, there was a, leaf, a release from the heavenly realms, like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Woo. Lord have mercy. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave this ability. In other words, as the Holy Spirit gave each and every person that was gathered in that place, glory to God. I hope you all hear me in the realm of the spirit. As they were gathered together in that place, he gave them supernatural ability. Can I make an announcement on this morning? Woo, my God. I wish we was in the sanctuary. I'll pour oil on everybody on this morning. I'll just start slinging oil all over the place. God is about to release supernatural ability on all of us. Woo, God. All of us that dwell in the right place. All of us that are positioned properly glory be to god all of us that are properly aligned with the will of god god is saying i'm going to impart into you supernatural ability now now several weeks ago we gave you the definition of church we said the definition of the church was the ecclesia it's the called out one it's a called out of company of, of baptized believers that consist of living people it's not an organization but it's an organism it's a living breathing organism we as the people of god uh, we're called to produce we're called to be fruitful and multiply and, and a lot of us the, the way we were taught uh, when we heard that particular scripture be fruitful and multiply uh, it was utilized to make a marriage couples uh, feel like they need to have uh, a bunch of kids uh, that's not what the scripture is talking about uh, what the scripture is saying what i need you to do is uh, i need 
need you to be a productive citizen in the earth realm. I need you to be fruitful. I need you to be expanding. I need your territory to be enlarged. I need you to be empowering people. I need you to be depositing who I am and the lives of individuals. It's not talking about having natural kids, but it is talking about having spiritual kids. So we're supposed to be that living, breathing organism. You know what the Bible says. It says in him, we live, we move, we have our being. Oh, glory be to God. We don't live just to exist in the earth realm, but we live to produce. The church is not a facility. You know that. It's not a facility, but it's a body of baptized believers assigned to facilitate the kingdom of God. They understand the mission, the message, the ministry, and the man mandate of Jesus Christ. And not only do they understand, but they fulfill, glory be to God, they fulfill the mission, the message, the ministry, and the mandate of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. They understand that the kingdom of God is their number one priority. You know the Bible. You've been taught real well. The Bible says in Matthew 6 and 33, Seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God. In other words, uh, make the kingdom of God uh, your number one priority. And as you make the kingdom of God uh, your number one priority, make sure you live right. Uh, and then all these other things. All these other things that you desire, all these other things that you have on your heart, all these other things that you want to accomplish in life. He says that they shall be added unto you. But this is what I wanted to get to on this morning. I wanted to get to this real quick. I just gave you a quick review with some add-ons, but I want to add something else. Let's, let's define motivated church. Let's define what a motivated church is. A motivated church is a church that's passionate and driven to maintain God, a goal-oriented behavior. Let me say that again. A motivated church is a church that's passionate and driven to maintain goal-oriented Behaviors. In other words, uh, a motivated church uh, is a church uh, that's motivated. I, I know, I know that that sounded crazy. In other words, a a, a motivated church uh, understands uh, its mode uh, of operation. It understands, uh, glory be to God, why it's motivated. It un understands uh, why it's passionate. It understands uh, what the outcomes uh, should be. A motivated church. Uh, is focused on outcomes. A motivated church is result driven. If you, if you, if you study organizational structure, if you study an organizational structure, a worldly organizational uh, a structure, workplace organizational structure, in that structure, the bottom line is: Have we achieved our outcomes? God. We can have mission statements, we can have vision statements, we can have core values, but have we accomplished our number one goal? Have we accomplished our number one priority? Have we reached our outcome? And as a motivated church here at the point of praise, we must make sure we're reaching our outcomes. We have to keep the main thing the main thing. And our goal should be advancing the kingdom of God. Our goal should be fulfilling the Great Commission. That should be our number one goal. That should be our number one priority. Can I bust your bubble real quick? We appreciate, glory be to God, our food pantry. We appreciate our, 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 our culinary arts ministries. We, we appreciate all the other 
pieces of ministry that we have connected to the point of praise. But if those ministries are not focused on reaching the number one outcomes, all we're doing is works. Ooh, God. <laughs> and some people think because they're working in church, uh, they're fulfilling the mandate of the kingdom. Church work is good. Church work uh, is necessary. We have to work uh, in the church. Uh, it helps us reach certain outcomes. It, it helps us reach certain goals. It helps us accomplish certain things. It helps us bring resources in. Glory to God. That's the natural aspect. And some of those natural connections or some of those natural responsibilities, it's assist in helping us fulfill the mission and the mandate that God has given us. But we can't lose our focus and think just because we work in the kitchen, just because we came and volunteered with the food pantry, there's nothing else for us to do. Glory to God. Because you can have outreach ministry without no evangelism connected to it. Oh, your enthusiasm is overwhelming. You can feed people food and never introduce them to Jesus Christ. You can sell dinners and pay the bills which are necessary, but never connect with anybody that you're feeding. And what we have to learn as a church is not to do an either or, but we have to learn how to do a both and. We have to learn how to feed the hungry and evangelize. We have to learn how to sell dinners and connect with people. It has to be a both and and not an either or. And see, what the enemy will do is he will deceive us to make us feel accomplished because we're doing church work. He doesn't mind us doing church work. What he minds is, is that we're doing kingdom business. So a motivated church, a motivated church understands the both and principle. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The, the, the Bible says it like this. The Bible says it like this as it pertains to the definition of a motivated church. It says it like this in Hebrews, the 12th chapter and the second verse. It says it like this. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Oh, my God. The champion who initiates and perfects our faith, the faith of God, the faith in God, our faith as kingdom citizens, glory to God. And then the Bible goes along to say, because of the joy, the motivation, glory be to God, awaiting him, he endured the cross. He went through anything he had to go through, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. Now this scripture, it really blessed me, and I hope I'm not boring you on today. If I'm doing all right, just honk your horn one time, just one time, just one time, just one time. This one time. What blessed me about this scripture is this. This is what the Holy Spirit said to me as I was meditating on this, this scripture verse on this morning. He says, when you have your priorities straight and you are motivated about your kingdom assignment, it will bring promotion and increase in your life. Because as Jesus understood what his priority was, he was goal-oriented, and he was motivated in spite of what he went through in life. What we must understand as kingdom citizens, as a motivated church, life is going to happen, but we can't allow what happens in our lives to keep us from producing our kingdom assignment. 
I have a good excuse today to stay home. My wife has went through a, 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 a tedious surgery. A, a, one of my spiritual daughters died and I had to officiate her, her, uh, her funeral on yesterday. I didn't really get any rest because I was worried about my wife. I could have said, uh, you know what? I'm going to stay home. Glory to God. Let somebody else preach. Uh, I'm going to get me some rest. I'm going to get me some sleep. Uh, but because I'm kingdom minded, and kingdom motivated and I understand the mission the mandate uh, and the ministry I said you know what life happens something is always going to be happening in life but we have to push we have to press we have to persevere so that we can accomplish our goals so it says now he is seated in the place of honor this Lord have mercy. This is so powerful. Beside God's throne. See, when you, oh, Lord have mercy. I know y'all going to think I'm preaching heresy, but I'm not. It's right here in the text. Uh, when you are a motivated church, I'm talking about you right now. When you are a motivated church, you're passionate, you're driven, you're goal-oriented. And as you're consistent, in producing the will and the plan of God in the earth. The scripture text is saying, God will promote you and position you alongside him. In other words, woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. In other words, what he will do is he will bestow honor on you. Woo. He will place favor on you and what you can accomplish in your own ability. He will give you supernatural ability to accomplish it. Let me hurry up and finish. I want to hurry up and, and finish before the bees run me out of here. I got one more point I got to make. I got one more point. I have to make. See, what has happened during this time of pandemic, what has happened is the pandemic has killed most people's motivation. And this is this is how how it has happened. Because we've gotten used to working remotely. We've gotten used to just clicking our phones or our iPads or our MacBooks. Glory be to God. And watching, glory to God, our, our virtual worship services. We've gotten comfortable with doing home workouts. This pandemic has uprooted all of our routines. And as this pandemic has interfered with all of our routines and uprooted all of our routines, it has also interfered with our motivation. Our motivation was, was sapped. Our drive was sapped. We became lethargic. We became lazy. And what God is doing in this season is he's causing a motivational shift. Glory be to God. He's removing the laziness. Hallelujah. That's why there's a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit so we can be re-energized. We are, Our flames can be reignited as the people of God. See, see, motivation tends to drop when you feel a deficit in three key areas. Number one, your autonomy. Number two, your competence. And number three, your relationships. Again, motivation tends to be dropped when you feel a deficit in three key areas in your life. And these three areas was attacked during this time of pandemic. Number one, again, your autonomy. Number two, your competence. And number three, your relationships. COVID wiped all three of these areas uh, from our lives instantly. Because of that, glory be to God, uh, the church of the living God lost 
is motivation. Because uh, as a motivated church, uh, we're relational beings. We're used to connecting with one another. We're used to fellowshipping with one another, encouraging one another, hugging one another, sitting down and, and eating one another, sharing testimonies with one another, sharing stories with one another. And because of the pandemic, all that was snatched out of us. Oh, God. So now you have a group of people, hallelujah. Uh, they, 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 so most of us, we understand what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, most of us, we, 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 we understand uh, what the mandate is. Uh, and every time we think about uh, what we should be doing and what, how we should be producing the kingdom of God, we have the desire in our hearts. We have dreams and goals running through our heads and, and through our spirits and some of us have written things uh, on paper, but every time we think about doing it, uh, we go back uh, into that old routine uh, that we developed uh, during the time of pandemic. Some of us during the time of pandemic, uh, glory be to God, you came depressed. Woo, you felt lonely. You felt isolated. Uh, you're sleeping all the time. You started watching reruns uh, of some of your your famous television, glory be to God, episodes. And God is saying, it's time for us to get our groove back. It's time for us to remove laziness. It's time for us to tap into a new routine. And that routine is advancing the kingdom of God. So as I close this morning, because my time is up. But I, I pray that you heard the heart of God. I pray that you've heard the mind of God. Because in Acts, the second chapter, glory be to God, there really was a pandemic that was taking place. Jesus had already died. He, he had already risen. Glory to God. And he reconnected with the disciples. The Bible lets you know that he spent 40 days with them, teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom of God. But after those 40 days, he left them again. They lost their teacher. They lost their, their rabbi. They lost the one that used to speak into their lives. They, they lost the one that, that was imparting into them. In other words, they lost their pastor. Glory to God. They lost their apostolic voice. And he then tells them, I need you to quarantine yourself in an upper room. And I'm not going to be there with you. <laughs> Woo, my God. I, I need you to go there. I need you to stay there. So their, their, their teacher is gone. They're, they're, they're quarantined. They're locked down for 10 days because... Pentecost. That word Pentecost, it also denotes the number 50. Jesus spent 40 days with him and then he ascended to his father. It took him 10 days, glory be to God, to get uh, glory to God, to the throne room, to sit at the right hand of the father. So 10 days there without Jesus Christ locked in the upper room. If you study uh, uh, the, the number 10, the number 10 denotes divine order. Glory to God. I believe in this season, God has been getting things in order. He's been putting everything in place that needs to be in place. Glory to God. He's setting us up for something. Setting us up for something. And I encourage all of you, those of you on Facebook, those of you in the parking lot, I need you to position yourself because one of the things that the disciples did while they were there waiting, they prayed. Whew. They communicated with God. When you pray and you get in the presence of God, the presence of God will refresh you. The presence of God will revive you. The presence of God will renew your strength. I want to say something to us as I get ready to pray. I want to say something to us. We need a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You cannot live. You cannot live 
this Christian walk. You cannot do great exploits for the kingdom of God without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, without the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to be infused with God's DNA. You need to be infused with the power of God. And I know some of you say, well, I've, I've already been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, there's one baptism. There's many fillings. And if we look in the book of Ephesians, the Bible says, uh, be filled with the Spirit. And what that means is be forever filled uh, with the Spirit on a continual basis. Every day, you need to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Every day, you need to say, Holy Spirit, refresh me, renew me, baptize me all over again. Saturate me, endow me with your power. Whoo, my God. We all need a relationship with the Holy Spirit. There is no ministry outside of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. There's no miracles. There's no signs and wonders outside of the Holy Spirit. Some of you right in your car. Some of you right there on Facebook Live. I, I don't need you to just, just watch me. Glory to God. This is not a TV show. This is not a movie, but this is a worship experience. And I, I don't need you to be distracted while in your car right now. Make your car your sanctuary, your church right now. And just lift your hands right, right where you are. Just, just begin to worship him and just, just ask God to do it again. Ask God to refresh you. Ask God to renew you. Ask God, uh, glory be to God uh, to restore your drive, your vigor, your passion. Those of you that are watching me virtually, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, baptize me. Lord, feel me. If this is your first time, just say, Lord, feel me. I want your promise. Glory be to God. I want you to give me that free gift and just begin to thank him and say, God, as you ask him, say, God, I thank you for the free gift of the Holy Spirit. And if you're watching me, you've already been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. Just say, Lord, do it again. God, revive me, renew me, restore me right now. Restore my tribe, my vigor, my passion, God. Reignite me. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit burn. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lift your hands. Come on. Don't detach yourself. Come on. Say, Lord, do it again. I need you right now. I want to be that motivated church. I want to be that church that you've called me to be. I want to be that powerful church. I want to be that church that walks in authority, that church that walks in bonus. God, make me that church. Raise me up to be that church, oh God. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now. We praise you for what you're doing right now. We thank you for shifting us. We thank you for transforming us. We thank you for realignment on today. We thank you for reconnection, God. We thank you for restoration right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for restoring the joy of our salvation. We thank you for making us a goal-oriented church, God. A church that desires outcomes, a church that re desires results, God. Uh, we thank you. Let us be that marching army, God. Uh, let us be, oh God, uh, a powerful church. Uh, let us be, oh God, uh, a church uh, that's composed of supernatural people doing supernatural things, oh God. In the name of Jesus, uh, let us realize whose we are and who we are. Let us be strategically positioned In the name of Jesus, let us be that voice of change, those agents of change, oh God. In the name of Jesus, do it right now, do it right now, do it right now. And Father, we praise you for it. We glorify you for it, God. We thank you and we extol you right now. Come on, let's give God praise in this parking lot. Hey. Come on, let's give him praise. Let's charge this atmosphere. Let's charge this region. Hey, Bashayaya, with praise and glory. We praise you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. There may be someone watching right now. You want to be a part of this church. You want to be a part of this motivated church, this body 
of baptized believers, this going church. I'm not talking about the facility right now. I'm talking about you as an individual. What you need to do is surrender your will to God. Surrender your way with God. You got things going on in your life. You have some difficult moments. You have some dark and hostile moments that you're experiencing in your life right now. Some of you are depressed. Some of you are suicidal. Some of you have given up hope on life. You've thrown your goals in the garbage. Uh, glory to God. You threw in the towel and you're saying, I can't take this no more. I'm done with this. Some of you, you feel like walking out on your family and say, I'm done with this marriage. I don't want to be around these kids anymore. I can't take this uh, anymore. It's time for you to give your life to God. You can't take it, but he can take it. That's why he died on the cross over 2,000 years ago. So he can take all your burdens, take all your pains, all your sorrows away. This is your day for a life-changing experience. All you have to do is accept Jesus Christ in your life. And you say, well, preacher, how in the world can I accept Jesus Christ in my life? It's simple. It's not about emotions. It's not about how you feel. doesn't matter if you're crying right now or if you feel anything. You don't have to feel a tingling. All you have to do is receive him by faith. All you have to do is believe on today. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Today is your day of salvation. And what I need you to do right now, I need you to stop everything that you're doing. Stop walking around in the kitchen. Stop cooking right now. Put everything down right now except your electronic device. And I need you to repeat this prayer after me. Glory to God. I need you to say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you to come into my life right now and save me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you've raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, change my life. Save me right now in Jesus' name. And I need you to repeat this part with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind. Take your hands off my soul. Take your hands off my spirit. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God right now in Jesus name. Amen and amen. And if you repeated that prayer after me, whether you're in the parking lot, whether you're on our social media platform, we want to welcome you into the body of Christ. Come on, let's celebrate God for our new believers. Hallelujah. Your life has changed. <laughs> You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're forever changed. Listen, if you repeated that prayer after me, I need you to do something for me. I need you to follow these instructions. They're very important instructions. I need you to text 845-209-1303. Again, text 845 845- 209-1303. Right in the comment area, I need you to put the word newbie. N-E-W-B. And someone from our aftercare team here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center, they're going to be contacting you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Come alongside you, assist you with your Christian walk. You say, well, preacher, I don't know how to do that. Well, I have a more simpler way for you to do it. Right there, in the comment area, if you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, just put the word newbie, N-E-W-B, and someone from our aftercare ministry, they'll see that you placed that there in the comment area. And then they're going to message you. They don't have no ulterior motives. They just want to connect with you just to receive your information so we can put some very important information in your hands to help you with your Christian walk and so they can come alongside of you and help you with your Christian walk. We love you just like that. We don't want to leave you out there by yourself. We want you to know that you are a part of a body. You have new brothers. You have new sisters in your life that's concerned about your well-being. So right there in the comment area, put the word newbie, N-E-W-B. Now listen, you may you may need a church home. You say, you know what? I feel a connection here. You know, there's no distance in connection right now. 
you can connect with us virtually or you can connect with us in person. It doesn't matter which way that you connect with us, but it's important that you connect. You need a pastor. You need relationship. You need someone you can lean on, someone that can, can direct your life, someone that can give you instructions, wisdom, and advice, someone that can connect you with other people that's a part of this family. You need to be connected. Don't allow the enemy to make you feel you can do it by yourself. You don't need to be a part of a church. The devil is a liar. You need to be a part of a church, a local assembly. If you want to be a part of this church, we would love to assist you. We would love for you to be connected with us. We will welcome you with open arms. What I need you to do, I need you to text 845-209-1303 right in the comment area. Just put the word join. J-O-I-N. And someone from our aftercare team will connect with you. And if you don't don't know how to do that, you, you need a more simpler way to do it, you can just do it like this right in the comment area. Just put the word join. J-O-I-N. And again, someone will contact you from our aftercare ministry within the next 24 to 48 hours so that we can connect you with what we're doing here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. And there may be someone right in the parking lot right now. You want to connect with this ministry. You want to join with this ministry. We want to place some information in your hands so that we can connect with you. You don't have to get out your car or anything. You can just slip your hand right out the window and our parking attendants, they will serve you. You say, I want to be a part of this ministry. Or you may have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just slip your hand out the window and they'll make sure you get the proper information that you need so that we can stay in contact with you and so that we can stay connected with you. How many of you enjoy the word of the Lord on this morning? Hallelujah. Woo. Well, it's, it's opportunity time. Thank you, D. Glory to God. It's opportunity time in the house of the Lord. This is the time where you get a chance to partner with us in advancing the kingdom of God with our outreach efforts. You heard me in my message. We're doing some amazing things here in our community and even in the Hudson Valley region. And we need you to connect with us. We need your assistance. Now, if you're a part of a ministry, we know the tithe. It belongs to your local church, but you could sow a seed, which is your offering. And those of you that are a part of our ministry, we understand that the tithe is 10% of everything that we've earned. God gets a dime out of every dollar. And he gives you promises in the word of God. He lets you know that he will open up the windows of heaven, pour you out blessings that you have room enough not to receive. He will rebuke the devourer for your namesake. He will stop accidents. He will stop the enemy from de destroying your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations. It doesn't always come with money, but it comes in other ways. And I'm telling you, he'll keep the windows of heaven blessing open over your life. And as you sow seeds into the kingdom of God, the Bible lets you know that the liberal soul is made fat. He will bring increase in your direction divine connection. Sometimes you won't get finances, but he will give you favor. Favor always comes before finances. This is how you can sow on this morning. Those of you in the parking lot, those that are, are watching us on our social media platform, if you're in the parking lot and you do not know how to give electronically, we pray everybody knows how to give electronically. But just in case you don't know how to do that as of yet, just slip your hand out of the window so that we can give you an offering envelope. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To make sure that we're servicing you on today. We have one over here, right here to my right, right here to my right. Hallelujah. We need to make sure she gets an offering envelope on this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Here they go right here, my brother. Hallelujah. Yes. All right. Service, sir. That's right. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Anybody else you need a tithing in an offering envelope? Those of you that know how to give electronically, this is what we need you to do. Even those of you that are watching us virtually, we need you to text 845. That's one way you can give. Text to give. You text 845-253-9216. Again, text 845 845- Two five three nine two one six, and right there in the message area, you put the amount that the Holy Spirit leads you to sow on today. Whether it's fifty dollars, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, you may want to write 
amen, our budget off in regards to our evangelistic efforts. It takes around three to $4,000 a month to do all that we do in our community. The Holy Spirit may lead you to assist us, amen, in reaching our goal on a monthly basis. So again, text 845-253-9216 right in the comment area. Just put the amount the Holy Spirit leads you to give. You can also go to your app, app store and download the Give plus app again download the give plus app look up point of praise family life center that's p-o-i-n-t-e that's how you spell point p-o-i-n-t-e point of praise family life center and you can give your donation that way also you can go to our secure website www.thepointonline.org again you spell point p-o-i N-T-E. So www.thepointonline.org. It should be right there on the screen. Just hit the give tab and you will be able to return your tithe or give and offering. We want to pronounce the Father's blessing over your life real shortly, real quick. Matter of fact, we'll do it right now and then I'll give further instructions in the parking lot. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom. We thank you for jobs and better jobs. We thank you for houses and land. We thank you for inheritances and estates. God, we declare that increase uh, is our portion. We declare that every way is made, every need is, need is met, and every door is open and in Jesus' name, let all of God's people shout amen and amen. Good morning, Point of Praise family and friends. Please make note of our upcoming announcements. Stop by our food pantry, which is open Saturdays between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. and grab some items so you can stock up. Our Serenity Scene Outreach Ministry ministers weekly to women in recovery from substance abuse. We help supply much needed items such as toiletries, feminine products, and food, just to name a few. If you would like to donate to this ministry, you can drop off your items on Saturday between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Please ask our food pantry volunteers for the drop box location. For your convenience, we have used the same texting number for the following announcements. Our texting number is 845-209-1303. That number once again is 845-209-1303. Text P-O-P-F-L-C, that's P-O-P-F-L-C so that you can stay up to date with everything happening right here at The Point. Let's dive into the Bible as we study God's Word on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. via Zoom at our connecting point. Please text the word GROWTH to join or visit our website at thepointonline.org. Join us at 7 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays for our time in prayer. If you have any prayer requests, please visit our website and click on the prayer button or text the word request to our texting number, which is 845-209-1303. That number once again is 845-209-1303 so that your request may be included as we enter into prayer. Our next food truck delivery dates are Friday the 27th and Monday the 30th at 9 a.m. In addition to our food pantry, these are another opportunity to stock your pantries and fill your refrigerators. Point family and friends, please mark your calendars for December 3rd and 4th as Pastor Brown and First Lady Brown are officially installed into office over the Point of Praise Family Life Center. We wanna be there in attendance as the legacy continues in the torches past. Make plans now so you don't miss this momentous occasion. If you have decided to follow Christ, we thank God for your decision. We want to be there for you and with you every step of the way to answer any questions that you may have, starting with what's next. So we ask that you text the word newbie, that's N-E-W-B. 
If you're looking for a church home, whether local or virtual, and would like to become part of the Point of Praise Family Life Center's family, we welcome you with open arms. You belong here. Please text the word JOIN, that's J-O-I-N. Hey, Point of Praise family and friends. There are multiple ways to securely give. First, you can text your amount to 845-253-9216. Once again, that number is 845-253-9216. Secondly, you can use the Give Plus app. Just search for the Point of Praise Family Life Center. And lastly, you can visit our website and click on the Give button. Follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Point of Praise. Also, check us out at Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash P-O-P-F-L-C. This concludes our weekly announcements. Thanks for joining us. Have a blessed week, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday right here in our parking lot at 1030 a.m. God bless.